Inconceivable. 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 Inconceivable? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of Inconceivable. Our today's show will see two truths and a lie being told to our intrepidly handsome and amazing guest speaker, Scoff. You know, Wonk's here too. She's pretty okay as well. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That is game show voice. That is... That was pretty good. God, that was awful. Pretty good. Hi, everybody. Hey. We're Scoff and Wonk. Inconceivable. Season finale. Two truths and a lie. You guys ready? No. Can't believe season four is already done. Yeah. It feels like we haven't been doing this that long. Yeah. Like it does, but it doesn't in a weird way, you know? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to keep it up. I'm enjoying the finales. I, I know that you know that I'm always excited for episode 10 every season because you are yeah so what's our what's Teachers our current record <laughs> i've got one right you've got one right and well, then season I fooled three was you once. You, yeah you fooled me once and you guessed correctly once so and, we are tied yeah because season three was the valentine's day <laughs> episode yes. which means this is my chance to either successfully detect a lie it's not gonna happen or hang my head in defeat. I mean, you have. I have, but I feel like you've got you're gonna be getting better at this. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting more and more practice, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I have faith in you. Oh God, thanks. I mean, someone does. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get started. All right. So our theme this week um, is things found in people's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, I did not go... Things found in people's butts? What? No, in their bodies. Oh. You said body, butt, butt. I don't know. I said butt. I'm, I didn't, I didn't pick anything funny or inappropriate. It's more like baffling from a medical standpoint is what I went with. we're not going to find like cucumbers or toy cars. No. Okay. No. I mean, they're strange, but I'm saying, like, it's not the kind of story you shake your head at or laugh at, which I might do later, but I I sort of leaned more towards, you know, nurses and doctors in a, like, emergency room who are like, what are we seeing right now, you know? Just scratching their heads, like, well, that's not supposed to be there. Yes, pretty Uh, much. Pretty much. Yeah, makes sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. I can tell. Okay. Story number one. Numero uno. February 18th, 2011. This story um, was told by surgeons at Yuxi City People's Hospital in the Yunnan province of southern China. Okay. Going international. Yes. So, surgeons in southern China successfully removed... A rusty four-inch knife from the skull of a man who said it had been stuck in there for four years. <sighs> four-inch. Yes. Oh, see, that's what's giving me pause right there. Like, smaller, I could absolutely see. Like, I've heard tales 
of people with like a, a a nail stuck in their head. Yeah. And I was, but and I don't know. The four inches is you know quite big when we're talking about. Pretty big. Yeah. Stuck in there for four years. Lee Fuyan, 30 years old, had been suffering from severe headaches, bad breath, and breathing difficulties, but never knew the cause of his discomfort. Okay, right now. What? How? Just listen. He had been stabbed in the lower right jaw by a robber four years ago, and the blade broke off inside his head without either person realizing it. So sorry. So it's not like I was picturing like he's been domed. No, so it's it's like in the jaw. Yeah, so knife yeah. goes up in the jaw. I mean, I'm sure, I guess, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sure the robber realized it after a while. But I don't know what happened in, in the altercation. I'm assuming that it broke off and the robber person ran away with the handle. And the other guy was like, ow, I'm hurt and went to get treatment. Or maybe he didn't. Let me get to the rest of the story. I was about to say, like, I, I haven't been to a dentist in like a year and a half. Like a year at this point. Like, you'd have to go out of your way not to notice that for four years. Like, you'd have to not go to a dentist, not seek any sort of medical advice after being stabbed in the fucking face. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm about to show you some x-rays, but basically it kind of goes... It goes up between, like, the mouth area and the throat, so it's kind of at the back... Of the bottom of the jaw. Lovely. Anyway, um, so... Yeah. (laughs) This is a quote. The man was very fortunate that it missed all the big vessels and structures. Because apparently the blade missed the carotid artery. Corroded? 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 Corroded artery. Corroded artery, which delivers blood to the brain, as well as the windpipe and esophagus. That's lucky. It's pretty impressive and lucky, yeah. Um, just like when we do surgery, this is another quote, we go through tissue planes for safe passage. There are spaces, unquote. So, um, there, yeah, so this is interesting. So they checked his mouth, but there wasn't a wound or a scar anywhere that would suggest how the blade got into his head. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, and then apparently Lee said, as time passed, I used injections to kill the pain in my head and ears. It had been four years already. So he must have just assumed he was having these, like, residual pains, these ongoing problems with having been stabbed. Okay, like, there's so many, I totally believe this one is true, by the way, but there's so many problems wrong with this. So many problems wrong. Like... So many problems. It fucks up my grammar. That's how bad this is. Like, again, you would have to not go to the dentist, not go to the doctor. If you do go to the doctor, and it's for anything, like, oh, how you feeling today? It's like, well, you know, my jaw hurts a little bit. Oh, I wonder why. Well, I mean, this guy stabbed me there, like, three and a half years ago. But, I mean, you know, other than that, you know, sometimes when it rains, it hurts too. You know, it could be anything, really. Like, I don't know. I totally believe this happened, but... By the same token, you're an idiot. You've been stabbed in the fucking jaw. Go to the doctor. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I had information about that later on in here, but no, I don't have any information as as to what happened after he was stabbed. If he just went 
maybe to the emergency room and they just treated the entry point because he said, oh, I was stabbed and the guy ran away. Maybe. Like, why would the people treating him assume that the bleed was still in there? I, I guess, I don't know. But... Anyway, so it just ends with um, the chairman of neurosurgery um, saying how the x-ray images, which I'm about to show you, um, which are posted on the hospital's website, show the knife sitting behind the throat, having missed the... Oh, my Corroded? God. Corroded artery and other key structures. Okay. Oh my god, I can't talk. So yeah, there are the x-ray images and there is the knife blade itself. What the actual so, Frankenstein yeah. McFuckery is this? Enjoy those. I expected this to be, like, I'm going to describe this to you in vivid detail. I was expecting, like, straight up. But no, it's no. at an angle. It looks like it entered in the... Left side of his face. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Over and ended somewhat behind his right eye, the occipital lobal region. But yeah, it's, it's right underneath where his jaw ends. It's almost like right he saw. His neck. It's almost like he saw the knife, and he sort of tilted his head, and it went in like that. Like I don't know. That's lovely. It's it's such a bizarre story. That's lovely. Yeah. That's up. But you can see. The condition that this knife blade is in after having been in someone's body. Oh, yeah. For four years now. Yeah. So, there's number one. Oh, great. And these do all have pictures again. I'm trying to throw you off like I did last time with all the pictures. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, number two, you ready? Yeah. Number two is from January 2012, a 34-year-old man. Um, so, this man... It's actually sort of similar to something you just said a moment ago. He survived firing a nail gun into his own brain. <laughs> okay, side note. Side note. I'm gonna... Can I break the wall here for a minute? Sure. Okay. So, as I'm sure most of you have figured out, our jobs involve children. I was literally discussing with kids fucking two days ago why men have a lower life expectancy than women do. And I very nicely in my little presentation talk was like, you know, there could be behavioral, it could also be biological. And all of that was to cover my ass from saying, guys are fucking stupid. And the reason women live longer is they don't do the dumb shit that we do. You don't hear tales about a woman who accidentally nailed Fired a nail gun. face. Yeah. But for a guy, you say that, and I'm like, oh yeah, that would, I could see that happening. Yeah, I was about to say, <clears throat> my story goes on, this story from whatever article I got it from, goes on to say, and what surgeons worryingly said was uh, not an unheard of occurrence. So apparently the surgeons saw this case, but they were like, yeah, that happens. Darwin is rolling around <laughs> in his grave. <laughs> Continue. Dante Otulo of Chicago thought doctors were joking because um, he was so sure that he had been grazed by the nail when it flew past as he was building a shed. What are you doing to have a nail fly past your face? I don't know. Like, I've used a staple gun, which I'm assuming... Is a relatively I, similar in functionality to a nail gun. Maybe you he was holding it backwards? I don't know. At the target, 
You squeeze. I don't know. Results. I don't know. It could have easily been facing the wrong way. Like if it's just kind of a squeeze mechanism. Like it could have just been pointed and he thought it was pointing towards the shed. But then he's like, whoa. He's like, oh, it didn't fire. Like looking at it. Down I don't there. know. I have no idea. Does it matter? <laughs> no, sorry. The guy was stupid and nail went towards his face. <clears throat> so yeah, whilst building a shed. Which I don't know what kind of shed needs a nail gun, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was very skeptical, and apparently even when the hospital medics showed him an x-ray, he was like, mm, that doesn't make sense. Um, this is a quote. When they brought in the picture, I said to the doctor, is this a joke? Did you get that out of the doctor's joke file? <laughs> uh, the doctor said, no, man, that's in your head. Jesus. Uh, so his companion, Gail... Uh, Glanzer, um, bathed what looked like a flesh wound after he misfired the gun. So I don't know how they could mistake an actual, like, puncture wound or entry wound for, like, a graze. But yeah, they thought, oh, it grazed your head. You were lucky. I mean, I guess if they, in theory, decided to just clean it up immediately after and then bandage it without taking a peek. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if I cut myself, you clean it, but then, you know, you kind of take a look inside. You're like, is there anything in there mm-hmm. that's stock? Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess they just skipped that step. Yeah, but like, I mean, the other thing is that he felt fine, right? Yeah. So he felt fine. He went on with his work after he got all, like, washed out and bandaged up, I'm assuming. Um, did some snow plowing and yada yada, like, and he only agreed to go to the hospital the next day when he woke up and he was feeling nauseated. I mean, depending on the size of the nail and where in the head. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. He had surgery at Advocate Christ Medical Center in Oak Lawn. Where doctors removed the three and a quarter inch nail. That's your finger. Like, if you hold your finger right here, you Mm -hmm. like your pointer, and you press down, like, where your middle finger is, you measure all the way to the tip. That's about three and a half inches. Yeah. In your noggin. Yep. It had come within millimeters of the part of the brain that controls motor function. Oh, my God. Um, He was rushed by ambulance to another hospital for surgery. Where he posted a picture of the x-ray on Facebook. Um, and he says, quote, It really felt like I got punched on the side of the head. I thought it went past my ear. Well, <laughs> you thought wrong. Um, Spoiler and this is, alert. Well, I mean, this is interesting. So it goes on to kind of give an explanation. So it says there are pain-sensitive nerves on the skull, but none within the brain itself. Yeah. So that's that explains why he only felt like he'd been hit on the head, because his skull felt the pain. Yeah. But his brain was like, we're fine. Yeah, the brain doesn't need a reason to feel pain or send pain signals. It's just the rest of your body. Yeah. Because if your brain's, like, damaged, where is it going to send the pain signals to? The other part of your like. Yeah, it kind of is funny. It doesn't even really work. Yeah. I feel like I remember a scene from one of those Hannibal movies where... The person's alive and the skull is opened up and he's eating the person's brain while he's still alive. Yeah. And the person can't feel it. Well, you're conscious... Or con- conscious. Well, you're conscious during um, some types of brain surgery if they need to make sure they're not mm-hmm. making anything. So they obviously numb the area to cut it open or drill. Yeah. While they're poking around or pulling stuff out, they make sure you're still conscious so you can actually like... Yeah, yeah that's a picture of a grape. 
there's an antelope, and you're just, like, literally, they're making sure you are still, they haven't fucked up your vision or anything like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, it's a, it's a strange concept, in my opinion. It is. Um, yeah, so this is his, I, I don't know why in this article they're just, um, they're just saying his companion so his girlfriend? I don't know. Well, you, or, know, you know. Unless Gail... I guess Gail could be a man's name. So whatever. His companion, whoever he or she is, um, apparently said, quote, He feels good. He moved all his limbs. He's talking normal. He remembers everything. It's amazing. A miracle. And, like, I would say, yeah, that I, that qualifies as You miracle. get one. <laughs> like, if you believe in miracle stuff, you get one thing in your life. Of that caliber, this was this man's. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no second chance. This is your second chance. Don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. I'm very sweary today. I don't know why. No, that's fine. So, it's fine. So, so sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and yeah, like, as I said, a lot of people who work in hospitals must have seen some really strange things. Because oh, yeah. um, even the neurosurgeon, Leslie Schaefer, said the case was unusual but not extremely rare. Um, How are we still a species? Well, I mean, so this is the explanation. A nail does not go in like a bullet, because a bullet apparently would break into multiple pieces. Yes. So. The bullet's hole. Yeah. Which I guess that makes sense. There's less of a chance for it to hit multiple uh, points, Mm -hmm. but still. Yeah. Yeah, so he go. this neurosurgeon goes on to say, this, the nail, is thinner with a small trajectory and pointed at the end. The bone doesn't fracture much because the nail has a small tip. Um, and he went on to explain how Otillo's skull slowed down the nail, um, which was then removed in the surgery by making holes on either side of the entry point and pulling it out along with a piece of the skull. Lovely. Yeah. So, Lovely. So there's that one with the... That's farther in than I thought it's, it would it's be. It's pretty far. It's like in the middle of the brain. It really is. Like, yeah. you'd think it's like, no, okay, they, they, something. There was some sort of damage there. Like, I don't know. I, I ref- It doesn't, it doesn't. Ugh. I refuse to, talk to believe. Talk about brain damage or anything. That this man is 100% okay with a nail that I, far in his head. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, you guys can find your own versions of these pictures, I'm sure, if you just type the people's names. Um, Or I'm sure if you typed nail and brain, you could also find some pretty interesting stuff. Anyway. Don't do it before dinner. No, don't. Just, just a heads up. It's weird. Yeah. Okay, so, you ready for my third and final story now? I am. I'm sad, because I think you probably saw the title while we were looking at that picture. I I didn't look. I can't read. Oh, okay. Well, that that solves that problem. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it creates a whole lot of other ones, but... Oh, yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> Last one. August 2010. This one happened to someone much older, a 75-year-old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ron Sveden. I'd like to point out that all the stories of strange things hurting people, it's all men. Yeah. Just, just want to, you know, <laughs> going back to my previous... Yeah. Statements about life expectancy. Just <clears throat> making that connection for you. Anyways, continue. That is, that is a, a valid observation. Yeah. Ron, I believe it's spelled s- pronounced Sveden. Sveden. Ron Sveden. Um, so he'd been battling something called 
emphysema, which I don't really emphysema, know yep. much about. Um, but yeah, he'd been battling that for months when his condition started to really deteriorate. Um, and what's... So... Yeah, so he, all, he already suffers from that. Um, and, like, just general conditions that would be considered chronic or, like, he's immunocompromised, right? So, um, another thing that he apparently had was also chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So, like, pretty serious lung conditions. Yeah. Um. I mean, once you hit 75 and older, yeah. your, your body does start to... Yeah, yeah. So, in this case... In this case, the reason that the thing that was found was so much of a surprise is because it would have been pretty typical for him to experience these sort of symptoms, right? Yeah. So he said he was coughing a lot, feeling listless, um, just in general. So his wife, Nancy, called 911 and he was rushed to hospital where doctors took x-rays and found that his left lung had collapsed oh. and was also showing a grainy spot on x-ray. Oh. I uh, I ain't no no medical doctor, but I done reckon that the lung is not supposed to collapse. It's not supposed to collapse. No, no, nah. it's generally pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. What was that show we watched where there were lungs in a glass box? Was that House? Probably. There were lungs in a glass box, and the lungs were still working, and it was the strangest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that remember. sounds like House. House was trying to diagnose something just from the lungs. Yes. Or something. Yeah, that I was think. an episode. You're not wrong. So weird and gross. Anyway, totally unrelated. I'm sorry. Anyway, so there followed two more weeks of tests to figure out what's going on. Um, and obviously, he's pretty bummed. Like, he's kind of expecting a diagnosis of lung cancer. Um, but thankfully, all the tests are negative for that. And then one doctor discovers something that is... Not nearly as serious, but it is very much so how, why, what. Very much so how, why, what. The How, why, what. Yeah. That's great. How did this happen? English. Why did this happen? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining. Um, <laughs> I like your original one. Though. Um, He found a pea plant growing in his lung. Yeah, cat, I'm with you. Are you okay? A pea plant. A pea plant. A pea plant. Pea plant. Yeah. Like with peas. Yeah. And a plant. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> that, uh. The doctors, the, this is what the doctors tell him. That, that don't seem healthy. No. No. <laughs> they say he must have eaten a pea that went down the wrong way. So instead of going down into his stomach, it went into the lung. Yeah. Um, and the moist and warm conditions in there were actually just right for the plant to sprout and grow. I don't... Like, everything you're saying... Sorry, Mila is currently losing her shit. Yeah, she's very excited about this... Toy. Toy. Here, I have a solution. Oh... That's good. Go downstairs. There you go. Go downstairs. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. Because we've always kind of learned this idea of 
ground, soil, earth, equal plant. Mm -hmm. And you need light for, like, photosynthesis and things like that. Okay, yes, but to maybe disprove what you're saying for those people who've never experienced this, I have experienced this firsthand, where in... I don't remember which house. In one of our first houses, right after moving out with my parents, um, I might have. It must have been university because I was pretty young, and I was not used to buying my own groceries and making my own meals like from scratch by myself. I yeah. was used to just kind of helping out, but I didn't really know. You weren't a chef. Yet. No, I didn't know much of anything on my own. Um. So yeah, I didn't know much of anything really, and. Something that I didn't realize I had done that happened was that I bought an onion and I took it out of the bag and I think I was putting things away on the shelf and I had placed the onion up there for the time being because I was like, oh, this goes in the fridge. I'm going to save it for later. Right now I'm putting the dry stuff in the cupboard. Um, But I must have forgotten that it was there while I was shoving things up on the counter. And so there were like cereal boxes and stuff that pushed the onion to the back of the pantry. And it wasn't until moving out of there and taking out all the cereal boxes that I found the onion at the back of the pantry. And that you would have expected it to be all like rotten and weird and gross. Yes. But I guess that it was so moist and damp in this particular pantry, which sounds like a horrible pantry to me. That I, say, I lived there with you for a while. Um, <laughs> I there there were the little kind of stringy bits on the bottom of the onion had actually grown outwards as if it was sprouting. And that's the way that I found it. Yes, I realize it's gross, but I was like, huh, this onion was sprouting in a pantry without soil, water, or sunlight. You know, life finds a way. (laughs) Thanks for that. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, just that's just a little ditty for those of you who might be sort of doubtful, is that some plants are different... And it does not take much to get them sprouting, apparently, as I discovered on my own and my youth. <laughs> that is still pretty um, nutty. It's pretty nutty. So, yeah, they thought it just went down the wrong way and sprouted. Um, and to that, Mr. Sveden says, One of the first meals I had in the hospital after the surgery was peas. I laughed to myself as I ate them. <laughs> I'm impressed he ate them. I would have been like, I would have been like, nope, no, no, no more peas for me. Um, yeah, and apparently the plant was about half an inch in size, so not huge, but still. But it was a little tiny sprout. Um, here's another quote: Whether this would have gone full term and I'd be working for the Jolly Green Giant, I don't know. I think the <laughs> thing. <laughs> He's going to turn into the Jolly Green Giant. Yes, yes. Just hulks out, but it's the Green Giant. Amazing. (laughs) I don't know. I think the thing that finally dawned on me is that it wasn't the cancer. So I guess that's something. You'd be just like, I'll take it. Not cancer. I'll take it. It's really the opposite of cancer. I guess. It's life. I guess. You know, I mean, cancer is technically life. It's just cells multiplicating, but. Yeah. Or multiplying, sorry. <clears throat> but still. Yeah, like, I'm, I am I admire his attitude. He, tooks it, he takes it very well, because obviously if the alternative is cancer, you're going to be pretty happy. It's a pea pod. But just in general, he has a good attitude about it. He's I like, oh, it's funny. I feel like if I'm him, 
my plan now, if it wasn't already, is to now become like when I pass away, you get your body basically turned into like mulch and stuff to grow plants, or be buried okay. under a tree. Mm-hmm. Like now, it, he knows it's his okay. destiny. <laughs> To be buried under a tree or a bunch of pea plants. Pea plants. Right? It is my destiny. It's the universe telling him. <laughs> but it is your time to go. I guess we I guess if you believe you in destiny or, or or fate or God's will, because he actually um, was recovering at home with his wife Nancy, and his wife joked that God must have a sense of humor. So Yeah, maybe maybe that's their view on it. They're like, Alright, this is your true calling. This is when you, the fate that has been chosen for you. When you pass away, you will make the best peas. They will be the best <laughs> pea plants ever. I don't know. They're the best around. Ever, 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 ever. I don't know the words. Okay. Something never gonna bring me down. I, do, do, do. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway, those are my three stories. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tactic. <laughs> That I was gonna try to employ. Oh, did I show you the last picture? I don't no, know. did not. Weird guy. So weird. Yes. Yeah. So My plan was to see what names you had trouble pronouncing. I guess because if I wrote it, it, I didn't know how to say it. Yeah, okay. but that didn't really work out very well. You didn't, the only one you didn't have trouble pronouncing is the Chinese one at the start. But I don't know if I, I... I think the last one was true. So it's a toss-up between China and Nailgun. Um, I'm going to go with the first story as a lie. Okay, final answer. Final answer. All three of these are true. What?! <laughs> You can't do that. Yes, I can. I just did. Fucking cheating. You be cheating, Keaton? What the fuck's happening? What? I demand a retrial. I'm not going to count it, but all three of those are true. Are you surprised? Bullshit ass. Okay. I was I have, trying to shock you. I, I'm not surprised because I was like, I have no idea which of these is false. They're all so good. Oh. Dang. I was trying to shock you and have you be like, what? They're all true? I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to count. I'm not going to be like, yay, I win. No, like, I just, I was throwing a curveball. Okay. You throw that curveball. I'm sorry Next you time, didn't enjoy it. I, I very I'm... much so enjoyed it, but I was looking forward to being right. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. Maybe next time maybe, when I have maybe next time a, it'll be lie. two lies and a truth. Like, I don't know. Be ready for anything. Double the chances. Be ready for anything. I'll be ready, Freddy. I'm not making any promises. It's always going to be two truths and a lie. Changing the rules of the game after we started. <laughs> this is why I don't play Monopoly with you. Anyways, we don't play Monopoly because that's the world's most boring game. It's amazing. No, it's not. It's strategy. Money and finance. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, thank, thank you for the all true stories. We stay tied one one one. Thank you everyone here for joining us, supporting us, whether it's just by sharing our videos, 
or audio clips podcasts. That's what they're called. I know what what I'm doing. Uh, sharing them with friends, family, random people you chase down the street. Uh, thank you to anyone who is or is planning to support us on Patreon. We love your face. Yes. And yeah, we will see you next time for season five. Season five. Wow. That's a lot. That's like. We've done 40 episodes. That's more than three. <laughs> yes, five is more than three. Yeah. It's it's more than four. That's why I don't teach math. It's just getting complicated. I'm running out of fingers. Oh God, the other day I was, I, I won't explain how I ended up in this situation, but I was trying to help a child with third grade level math. Yes. And I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> You I couldn't? can't I can't remember how to do division. Oh, like long division? Yeah, I can't remember how to do it. It's too it's super easy. I'm sure when you know you the technique. You take out the calculator. <laughs> you type it in. I yeah, it's so sad. Like we're in an age of smartphones. Long division. Yeah. Can... Don't get me wrong, there are still plenty of things that are still taught in math, as far as I know, that are very useful. Oh, absolutely. Um, things that, you know, like, you need to be able to do... Like, I, I find the most useful things are the things you learn that you need to do right away, and maybe you don't have a phone on you, or, like, you don't have a calculator, or you can't pull something out right away. But things like estimation, kids should practice that. Oh. You know? Being able to guesstimate things. Yeah. Estimation is, is pretty useful. important and useful. And same with, like, the really quick sums in your head. Like, the, yeah. the basic addition, subtraction, multiplication stuff. Anyway, we're getting off track. But, yeah, I, I apparently can't do third grade level divisions anymore, which is so sad. Because I used to be so good at math. I feel you. I've never been great at division. Multiplication <laughs> and addition, all day long, in my head. Mm-hmm. No problem. As oh, soon yeah. as you throw division... I was great at the fractions and the complicated thing where it's like you had to move x to one side and figure out what x was all those things yeah i used to be so good at those x is a letter by the way um no like the x that represents a number i know but but you said what x was x is a letter it's in the alphabet oh thanks no a b c d super helpful yeah i try (laughs) (laughs) anyways we'll see you all later for season five we will be back in two weeks Bye.